You are now tuned in to Heat Check with Ty Snyder and Antonio Turner right here on GTA Sports Network. Follow GTA Heat Check on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, GTA Sports Network. And check out GTASportsNet.com for all things basketball. Hello, everyone. This is Ty Slatter here, and I got Aaron Gordon on a special edition of GTA Heat Check. Make sure you follow GTA Heat Check, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channel, GTA Sports, GTA Sports Network. And don't forget GTASportsNet.com for all things in water sports. Aaron, what's up, man? How you doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good, man. Um, I, I, I'm I'm a little uh, a little puzzled, but maybe you can break it down for me. Uh, I I think you already know where I'm going. I'm like, you know, I, I watched the game. Why didn't see you play, man? What's up? What's going on? Uh, not too much, man. Um, you know, um, when it comes to the NBA, um, you know, you have the minute, you know, restrictions for certain guys, especially when it comes down to. You know, just how summer league is, you know, you got to play, you know, the first round picks and then later on you'll start getting the guys, you know, the undrafted guys, the second round picks, late first yeah. rounders. So, I um, you know, that's kind of more the, the the situation there. Okay. Now, of course, um, for those of y'all don't know, Aaron Gordon is, is, a, is a, a family of the, of the GTA sports and his family. <laughs> so sure. uh, we're going to take a step back from, from last night's game before we mm-hmm. go into that and take us back to right well, we left off our last time you visited us and uh, break down the journey, the journey from Valpo going to where you're at right now. We haven't really get just catch up with you a while. Mm-hmm. So uh, just just break down if you can the journey like, you know, that last senior year at Valpo and just let them know, you know, the process of going from college and playing at a pro, at pro level. Yeah, so um, obviously at Valpo, you know, we didn't have the year. We had a lot of talented players. Um we just didn't have the year that we expected, but overall, you know, you know, coming out of it, um, we had some big wins. And for me, um, knowing that I went to play professionally after, um, I had a lot of, you know, job offers, you know, to go play in Europe, you know, specifically one in France that, um, you know, really caught my eye. And um, I, I really had to really think about it and say, you know, I, I just, I just want to make sure I finish off my degree, um, you know, ch- you know, make sure I'm training over the summer and just, uh, you know, kind of go through a full process, give myself a chance to, you know, really enjoy it and not just have to go from a college basketball season to, you know, playing, you know, a, a professionally. I just want to give myself that full, you know, summer into, you know, getting into, you know, playing professionally. Right. So for those who don't know, of course, you're a Valpo grad. Can you let them know what you what you graduated in, sir? So I graduated with my master's in sports administration um, yeah. and I graduated graduated with my uh, undergrad in communication. Congratulations, man. I, I you, know it took a lot of, you know, late nights and early mornings. Well, like, yeah, for it, you sure, know? for sure. So congrats to that. Um, and shout out to Mr. Gordon, because I already know <laughs> education. That's that's your dad talking for sure. I yeah, talking for right sure. Um, real quick, uh, can you, can you break down, uh, while we're talking about your dad, break down mm-hmm. the family influence for those that don't know your story, break, break down the family influence from Mr. Gordon all the way from, you know, obviously EJ, Evan on down, can you break it down? Being the baby brother, yeah. I can't imagine that your big brothers <laughs> were a big influence on, on your decision. Yeah, well, you know, for me, just basketball has always been number one to me, you know, even before my brother Eric played in the NBA before, even before, um, you know, I saw them play. So um, right. my dad was, was, he was number one. Um, he was the guy who, you know, he is around Indianapolis. He would play and pick up games. He had beat a lot of players. He actually 
be, you know, a lot of NBA players one-on-one. And, um, you know, he's somebody who scored 81 points at the JCC against, you know, a lot of professional basketball players when he was, I believe he was 41. So, um, you know, he has his own story, you know, himself. And then obviously Eric, I mean, if you, if you watch the NBA, you pretty much know, you know what he's about. <laughs> you know who Eric is. <laughs> yeah. And then, I mean, Evan has had, a, I mean, people don't really give Evan the credit because he's so close in age to Eric, but, you know, Evans had an incredible basketball career and an incredible basketball journey, right. you know, being one of the top players in a really good conference with the Big South, then, you know, transferring over to Arizona State, which, you know, they almost went to NIT, they lost to Baylor, um, mm. and, you know, that was an amazing team, into playing at IU. That was a little bit of a rougher year because they had a lot of young players, but he also played with a lot of NBA players on that team, so he's had... Um, you know, an amazing career. And then he also played professionally overseas in China for, you know, about four or five years. And now he's actually coaching Chantal University um, over the last, you know, two seasons. So, well, one and a half because of COVID messed everything up. Right, right, right. But, you know, one and a half seasons. So, I mean, it's been, it's been a whirlwind for, for, for us over the last, you know, year or two. Okay. So you kind of touched on it just a little bit when it comes to Eric and Evan and you, uh, just to give them a chance to flex your basketball IQ just a little bit. <laughs> if if I was a scout, right, and I wanted you to break down for me, Eric's game, his style of play, Evan's style of play, and your style of play, how would you break it down, starting with your big brother first? What's so funny is we're all very, very similar. Um, and right. I mean, most brothers would be, you know, very similar. But I would say, yeah, yeah, I would say, you know, Eric is somebody, he, you know, he's looking to score as soon as he touches it. I mean, he's somebody that um, – I mean, literally probably a top 10 greatest three-point shooter of all time. Um, you know, that's, I mean, it's really rare whenever you see someone like him, a very pure jump shot, obviously a very big, strong body that can get to the rim. And one thing that people don't give him credit for, especially over the last couple of years, is he's able to defend. And that's something that um, I'll, I'll talk about later, you know, in the interview. But um, uh, for me, I've learned a lot from him. And that's why, you know, I think the Rockets really like me. Is you know, he's able to guard little small, you know, fast point guards, six foot, six one, all the way up to guys, you know, like Paul George size, six nine, six ten, And that's really valuable in the NBA. And uh, that's what I think Eric does an amazing job with um, in the NBA right now. Evan is somebody who's a little bit, you know, he's a little bit smart, but a little bit quicker. Um, he right. definitely likes getting his shot off um, mm-hmm. a little bit faster. And, and I think for Evan, he's somebody that, you know, his, his best and people don't really give him credit is perimeter defense. I mean, he's somebody who will guard every single team's best player. When he was in the Big Ten, he was guarding the top guys. He was guarding the Gary Harris's. He was guarding all those mm-hmm. top players, you know, in the Big Ten. So um, with him being, you know, about six foot, six one, I mean, he's he, he did a great job of, of doing that. And for me, I'm a little bit more of a, you know, catch and shoot shooter. Um, I'm someone who likes, you know, drive straight lines. And, um, you know, like I said, from learning from them over the course of time, I became a much better defender as I got older. Okay, I like to see it. that people need to hear more <laughs> of that. That that's what he sure. makes it. Pay attention, you guys. Look, his career. He look right now. He can get a taste of the NBA life. You're gonna tap into just a little bit when it comes to summer league. But mm-hmm. as far as you having the masters, grabbing communications and taking that the sports knowledge all the way to the next level, man, it's the sky's the limit. Yeah, sky's the limit. And for those of y'all who don't know, he do got a podcast. So don't don't, don't, <laughs> don't let the smile fool you. You know, he got a podcast too. So we, we definitely gonna talk about that. But so with that being said, you know, you do got your masters. Mm-hmm. So break down some of your off-court ventures. Like uh, uh, what you got cooking off the court. We see what you do yeah. on the court. 
So like for me, um, I'm a very adventurous person. Um, you know, I vlog all the time. That's to me, one of the funnest things to do because I like capturing the moment. I like capturing the experience. Right. Um, on my channel, um, over the past month, I've went to like maybe 20 or 30 just different places, uh, whether it be around, you know, the city of Houston, uh, when I was, you know, training for the summer league, whether it be around Indianapolis, whether I was at school, whether I've been in California, you know, New York, when I was there, um, I just like vlogging. That's something that I've always uh, done my best to kind of just share my experience with the world. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um, as far as you see yourself in a career as like a sports analyst or anything like that, when, when you do your podcast and everything? Yeah, for sure. Um, I've kind of dialed down a little bit from from the sports and and analyst. How how should I say this? Sports analyzing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just from that, you know, you know, viewpoint. Because right now, you know, it's kind of hard. You know, to kind of talk about what other teams are doing. You know, because I've been focusing much more on my journey. But, I understand um, that. I understand. Um, that. You know, I'm definitely um, you know looking forward to venturing off. And this is going to sound kind of weird, but you know, I'm I'm actually looking to venture off into some other sports too you know, talk a little bit more about the game. Um, not a lot of people know this, but uh, before I um, before I went to, you know, start uh, playing for the Rockets this summer, I actually was helping train um, some of the Fever players. And I kind of did like a little mini internship with Carlos Knox uh, nice. out with the Fever. So I was able to, you know, be around professional uh, basketball players, um, you know, a lot of really good young talent on the Indiana Fever. And I spent probably about a month, you know, working with them, you know, every other day. So I felt like that actually really did help me, you know, learn the professional game a lot myself. Okay. So you, you tapped into the training, the training arena. Yeah. So it, it, being this is your first experience with training, what, what would you say is your strong suit? Like what part of the training do you feel like you really know what you're talking about when it comes to training? You feel real comfortable with? I would say being versatile, because obviously as a player, I feel like I'm very versatile. I'm a guy that can impact the game by taking two shots a game. I can, I can be a player that can impact the game taking 10, 15 shots a game. And for me, that's one thing that, you know, I kind of try to, you know, help the girls with. And, you know, also just being able to, to just be around Carlos Knox, because Carlos Knox was somebody who was very well respected around just the basketball world. I mean, you see, that's the reason why he got the head coaching job so fast, because he's so, you know, well respected. And, um, you know, he's somebody that, you know, I look up to and I actually talk to quite a bit. I, you know, I text him, you know, once or twice a week. And um, he's been someone who I've talked a lot about. You so actually that's the biggest thing. You actually answered my next question. I was going to ask you because um, I feel like players that are that versatile get they don't get the look on mainstream mm -hmm. media because they focus on stats, numbers, yeah. percentages. You know how much shooting from the field is he a three point yeah. shooter? You know, but when you break down the fact that you're a type of player that could take two shots and still be impactful, mm -hmm. or take ten to fifteen shots and be impactful, I think that those type of players don't get the the recognition they deserve. For sure. It and it's, I think it's success. always going to be like that. It's always going to be like that. I mean, yeah. it's just like, for example, I mean, one of my favorite football players ever was Chef Saturday. And a lot of people kind of look at me like, you know, but people have to understand that okay. when he's on the field, Peyton Manning is a totally different quarterback versus when he's off the field. And obviously that's, you know, that, that was the center for Peyton Manning most of his career. But, right. um, you know, without him, they don't win Super Bowl. They don't make it to the playoffs. They don't win, you know, a certain amount of games. They're not winning 12, 13 games a season if it weren't for Jeff Saturday. Obviously, you need a pay many. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, you need guys that are going to be able to help impact games. And for me, seeing as a young kid and really enjoying, you know, seeing that, you know, I, I've always really appreciated that. I like, I like Jeff Saturday's uh, 
as an analyst. Yeah, uh, he's really again, good analyst. His mind, him, Pat McAfee, those guys, yeah. when it comes to their, their mind and understanding of the game, the IQ, it, it they know how to articulate it very well. Yeah, for sure. I think that shows why they were so impactful on the team when, when they played for the Colts. For sure. I mean, there's a reason why the Colts have always been a good organization because they get really good guys. And obviously, you know, they've been a little up and down, you know, last couple of years. But, um, you know, overall, I think that, you know, the, the Colts are definitely one of the best organizations just from the guys that they, you know, draft and get and, um, you know, just their overall consistency. Okay. Now, since we are and we literally kicked off summer league 24 hours ago, official. Yep. Take us there. Take give us give us the breakdown from the moment you touch down at the Vegas airport, which Vegas is nice, by the way. I love it. Vegas yeah, is yeah I but love Vegas. <laughs> breakdown because you've traveled all over. You've been, I mean, I know you've been overseas with you know with Evan and everything. So I know you mm-hmm. traveling is probably nothing new to you per se. But as a player for the Houston Rockets summer league team, mm-hmm. I, I want your experience, your like day one experience. Like, tell us what it's like, break it down for us. Just just take us there. Well, I'll, I'll be honest, this is definitely a much weirder experience, um, especially coming from a mid-major college. Um, obviously, right. I did play high major as well, but it's even right. different than that. I mean, when you have a NBA logo and you're walking around, it, it does feel a little different. Um, but As it should. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and overall, I think that it, it kind of gives you responsibility because it's not only – you're not just a basketball player anymore. You're, you are a public figure. This is a job, and um, just okay. – from from this training and you know going into airport like for example like we got into the airport two days ago mm-hmm. and um we kind of just chilled out relaxed um it's definitely a very much different vibe than than college I mean we didn't necessarily have to go over a whole bunch of plays and scouting reports and all that we kind of just kind of just you know went with the flow and just kind of just relaxed into it and um you know that's how the NBA is you know I've you know, I've heard a lot of other people, you know, I've been, you know, talking with other people who have been in my situation and um, the NBA is very much like that. Um, you kind of have to know, like, if you don't like for me, like, if I don't know who Paulo Bancaro is, I mean, the game's already over. So <laughs> you're right. Um, right. Yeah. Right. Like, like, you know, I didn't really need to do a scouting report on Devin Kennedy and, and, and RJ Hampton yesterday because, you know, I watch basketball. I appreciate, you know, what those guys have done. So it's, it's very different. Um, it's a very different atmosphere. You don't have to go through as much because you naturally just watch it. So that's a big difference. And, um, you know, getting ready, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, you know, regular. You kind of just go through a shoot around before and um, you get a good meal in before you take a nap and you go and play. The, the reason why I wanted you to just kind of give us that breakdown is because you got to understand you as a coming in from a mid-major like Valpo and being mm-hmm. able to play for the East Rockets Summer League team. You know, this is an inspirational story. You know, this is for this is for the kids coming behind you. This is you want to know that, what you want to know what's know? so interesting. I don't think so anymore. No, I've seen a lot, and and this is me. And I I would you no, know no, no, I would ahead, like my story. I would like my story to be a little bit more special. But okay, I'll be honest with you. I played against over the last two years at Valpo. I played against kids from that are here in the summer league now. Right. Like Rollins from, and I know you went to that game. Rollins from Toledo. I mean, he's right. out here and he's a starter on the summer league team. Um, I mean, it's just, I think mid-major basketball is changing. Uh, Javon Liberty Freeman, he just got signed with the Bulls. I mean, that's okay. who I played with at Valpo. But that's good. So, no, but, but you, yeah. that, I mean, that's a, that's another flip side to it. If it is evolving yeah. as, as from what you see, like, hey, Definitely I played evolving. these guys. He's, there's nothing new here. We, we, yeah. I know I know his game. I've guarded this guy before. Yeah, so, and I think, you know, the, the specialty great. of it, it's it's kind of dwindled. Like, I think the, the crazy story, I mean, even if you look at, 
like even look at the the Miami Heat. I mean, you got guys okay. like Max Strauss that played D two. Um, you got a lot of kids like Duncan, Duncan Robinson, Robinson is another one, right? He, he, yeah, he like that too. Yeah, I mean, I know he had a solid year at Michigan, but he didn't do great at Michigan. Um, right. I know he played there, but I mean, I think everyone's story is different. Um, you get a lot of really good players every, you know, everywhere. Um, and that's one thing I've realized when I played mid major. I mean, there's a lot of guys that I literally see in summer league that I play that I play with against. I mean, um, you know, Cho from our team, he went to Brown University. I mean, there's just it's it's everywhere. It's everywhere, you know. Okay. Okay. So. Well, since since we we get to what we started, to, you know, is in regards to last night's game, mm-hmm. did the game, did the pace of play, is there any difference in that? Being that you play these guys, but it is with the NBA logo on the court now. Is oh, the yeah. pace of play any different, or was there anything new about it that was like, okay, I didn't expect well, that? Any surprises? Well, the NBA is different. I don't think it's necessarily the pace of play, but the way how people, the movement. Obviously, guys are, are bigger in general, but it's right, not right, right. necessarily that. I mean, the NBA is just a different game. The the shot clock is faster. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, like, I guess you do have more possessions, which, you know, would technically mean the pace faster, but it doesn't mean that guys are moving faster and guys are so much stronger. And I just think that the game, how people view the game is much different. I mean, you take a lot more threes in the NBA than you do in college. You don't run as many plays. Um, you know, that's just how it is. And, and game it's just changed, like, it's different. Sure. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely yeah. changed. So I would say it's more of that than anything else. I mean, because, in college, I mean, a 30-second, a 24-second shot clock is a big deal. I mean, I try right. to tell people, you play with a 24-second shot, shot clock at your local gym, and you see how why guys are taking a lot of threes and why guys are, you know, they play the way that they do. I mean, it's very hard. Yeah, you brought up a valid point, man. Uh, I, I, Me, personally, I like the mid-range. I oh, feel yeah. like it's criminally underrated. And um, with that being said, between the combination of, like you said, a faster 24-second shot clock and the evolution of the game being more perimeter-based, mm-hmm. less playmaking, more so we got players that are willing to jack up three from the logo on, mm-hmm. I think it takes away a, a dimension out of the game. It, de- it definitely does. But a lot of it's because of point per possession. And this is a big thing that they use in the NBA. So, for example, if you're a guy that takes 10 threes, versus a guy that takes 10 twos, um, for you to beat out that person, you would have to only make, you know, uh, four threes versus someone having to make five twos. So over the course of time, what happens is, is throughout the course of a season, if you take 100 threes versus 100 twos, you know, by the time you make 33, you would have just as many points as if you made 50 twos or 34. You have to make 34 to have more points than it would if you took – uh 52s and made 50 52s out of 100 so if you made 52 points out of 100 you would score 100 points if you made 34 threes out of 100 you would score 102 so 34 threes would beat out 52s that's the reason why the game has changed so much so that's what so basically i think you just broke down for the audience that's what makes analytics say i want you to shoot more threes and two of course off what you off, off of that points per possession well, of course. And that's the reason why mid-range shots, I mean, because people aren't shooting 70% from mid-range. People are shooting 44%, even though it's a mm. good shot. I think mid-range shots are good shots, but yeah. they're, the percentages are not as high as layups. Layups are a higher percentage than mid-range. So if they're like, if you're going to shoot it to, it needs to be a layup. That's, that's coach's order, basically. 
Yeah, I mean, okay. most, most that's most teams' coaches' orders. I mean, at the end of the day, um, if you look at analytics, it just it just, it just points to that. I mean, back in the day, you know, two pointers used to be a very efficient shot because people didn't really run you off the line. So right now, you have a lot of people running you off the line, and now instead of shooting, you know, fifty percent from mid range, a lot of people are now shooting about forty four because now they're rushed, and now you have people running you off the line. Trying to find that place that defines your look? Check out Jay's classic cuts. Need a taper fade, more drip for your waves, or maybe a crispy lineup for your dreads and braids. One cut from John the Barber, how you feeling like the Godfather? Book your look with Jay today on the Cut app. Jay's Classic Cuts, located 1387 Shaylin Avenue, Suite E. It's Ty Slatter with GTA Sports. Hello everyone, this is Ty Slatter from GTA Sports. It's 2022, time for something new new age elements stay true and be authentically you usher in the new ways your way wear your story with pride vintage and modern vibes with the creators in mind special collections coming soon so stay tuned naelements.net invest in your best you are now tuned in to heat check with ty slider and antonio turner right here on gta sports network Follow GTA Heat Check on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, GTA Sports Network. And check out GTASportsNet.com for all things basketball. And this yeah, is why a lot of analytics. This is the, but, but that's why I say <laughs> when you decide to find your way back full circle in the in, you know in the NBA circles, basketball talk, you you, you got oh, it. Oh yeah. Oh, for it. sure. You know, that's one thing. I mean, I've always wanted to do different things, whether it be coaching, sports, you know, and analysts. Like, I it's X's just and O's. It's so, yeah, it's all X's and O's. And I think people definitely do need to start, you know, being aware of that on why teams do, you know, the things that they do. Oh, man. I, I hope I didn't even try to thought I actually had a question. Oh, so <laughs> real quick, I do need you to, to, to I know you're being a, a Houston Rocket right now. Put, put your reporter hat on for me. I do got a question for you because your brother's name is in a lot of my reports that I'm looking up right now. For sure, for sure. And I know, I know you know. I know, I know he's oh, talking. I know. So I'm hearing rumblings that the Lakers are looking at your brother. Like I said, I mean, it's all up to management. I mean, like yeah. I said, yeah, yeah. this is something that I really can't comment too much about. I mean, I knew he was going to say that. I was waiting on it. I was waiting on it. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I yeah. understand that it, it is a business, and it's tough on both sides. I mean, because Eric right. loves Houston, and, and Houston I loves figured. Eric, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you know, right now my brother's a Houston Rocket, and he, and he practiced today, and he looked really well. Um, right. That's the best – to me, that's the best part about Summer League. Um, it's, I mean, obviously the games are fun and being around that. But, of course. you know, being, you know, around the, the head coach and being around the veteran players, I mean, it, there's, there's nothing like it. I mean, like walking in and seeing – you know, a guy who's, you know, done so much in the NBA. It's just, it's, it's really cool. I will say just since we can't like really go into deeper than that. Right. Mm -hmm. I will say for the sake of the roster you have right now with your brother, Jalen green, mm -hmm. they got a lot of young hungry talent, all your summer league rosters well included. Yeah. I mean, I that's, the, like, that's the craziest part about, yeah. you know, the summer league rosters. I've, I'm, I'm really playing with like the actual Houston Rockets minus Jalen yeah. Green and minus Al P and minus, you know, like a, a Tate and Garrison, you know, I'm, I'm really feeling like I'm playing with the, the Rockets team, you know, excluding like, you know, my brothers, a couple other vets. Yeah. Now, outside of five players, I'm playing with pretty much Houston Rockets. Your so time pretty, is impeccable. Your yeah. time is impeccable because Houston's in a rebuild. So they, they went younger. 
Yeah. You see, they moved John Wall to the Clippers. So when they mm-hmm. did that, I already knew. I'm like, okay, EJ is in a position where you play 15 years in the NBA. Yeah. You pretty much can make that decision. You're at a point in your career where you can you can pretty much navigate however you want to play it. Mm-hmm. But as it stands, with John Wall being in L.A. now with the Clippers, yeah, your brother is the veteran of the team. Yeah, I mean, like pretty, I said, that's a that's a damn good bet to have on your team. Yeah, and still shooting he loves Houston. He loves the young guys. I mean, he talks yeah. to me all the time about you know how much he likes you know being around the team, how much he likes being around oh, yeah. the coaches and management. I mean, he only says you know great things. So um, you know he's you know pretty content with being here. As he should, because uh, let's, let's be yeah. honest. Now, of course, I know a lot of players would, would run at the opportunity to play with LeBron James. Yeah. And, and a healthy AD, a healthy AD. Yeah. Right? But when I look at your brother's career and what he's already done and accomplished with 15 years and being yeah. relatively healthy these last few seasons and being able to, to still be impactful on the court, I would stay in Houston, personally. Yeah, well, I, would, I mean, like I said, it's really- I would. I would. I would. The interesting part about it is he's still under contract, so he really doesn't have any deciding factors. You know, he right. just has to kind of just, you know, roll with where to go. I mean, if he gets <laughs> right. straight, he gets, you know, it's just, but, you know, he he really enjoys, he really enjoys, um, you know, just, just this journey. Even, you know, regardless of the trade talks, regardless of yeah. of all the teams that you may be hearing, he's enjoying being a veteran in NBA. Um, Absolutely. And he's just enjoying training right now. Like, I think, and I'm be honest, I think me being out there, you know, really, really has pushed him to really want to train even harder each day. It's supposed day. to competitive yeah, nature. It, it's supposed it's pretty, to. It's actually, I'm not gonna lie, it's actually been pretty funny, you know, having him around and just yeah. uh you know doing shooting drill. Obviously, you know, he doesn't play, we don't play one-on-one as quite as much right now, but um, you know, just doing shoot drills with him every day, it's just been really fun. So he's really enjoying that. For those who don't know, what's the age of between you and EJ? Yeah, so he's nine years older. So um, it's a it's a big difference. Um, that's why that's why he's in the gym. See, what you yeah. answer your own question. That's why he's going hard in the gym. My baby yeah. brother is out here hooping with me. Now I, I gotta show. I gotta show him what time. I'm I'm the original. Okay, I'm the yeah. OG of the team. You know. Yeah. So I so. think he's re- he's really you know embraced that, and I mean he's in great shape. I, I'll tell you this much: my brother he could play a game right now. He like he could play at a really high level right now. As he so, should. Um, As he should. You know, it's been it's been pretty fun. That's good because I mean, I, I, would you classify if you were to, to give a give it a, a simplified title for the for the media? Would you qualify him as a three and D player because he does play defense and shoot three very well? Would he be considered a three and D? He, I think he creates too, a little too much. I think okay. my brother does, which he he like I said, he can be no no doubt, but okay. I okay. think he creates too much. Like I mm. think someone like a Clay Thompson. He didn't really create as much. I mean, obviously, Clay Thompson's an all-star player, but I think my brother does a lot of – he penetrates, he kicks. He does a lot of different things on the court. Um, So it's facilitating. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think if a team wanted to have, like, oh, he's a 3 and D guy, I mean, maybe. But I think he he does really well, you know, creating too as well. So – and I think on every single team he's played with, he's always been the guy that's – you know, collapse defenses. People do a scouting report. Like I think on, I don't think on anybody's <laughs> scouting report they're going to say Eric Gordon's a three and D player. So okay, no, that's um, fair. I, don't, I don't think so. No, no, no. That that that's definitely fair. Um, what now as far as your dad, Mr. Gordon has 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 he? Is there any particular jewels he's dropped on you in the last few weeks leading up to this to kind of get you mentally prepared? Anything that he might have dropped that you think would be helpful to a player in your position? Oh, for sure. I mean, for me. Um, when I graduated college, I came back and I kind of just kind of went back. 
next workouts and uh, can, you, can you repeat that your sound went out can you repeat that it kind of oh, froze sorry on sorry second. yeah no, is, it, is it good now yeah we good just just repeat okay. that sentence because it froze on you got you um you know i just went back uh with my dad uh, after school and i kind of just did um you know workouts early in the morning probably about six o'clock and um, i did a ton of vertimax workouts that he does and i actually um did a lot of coaching um surprisingly enough um I honestly did so much coaching other players um, over the course of from probably March to May. Mm -hmm. uh, you'd be surprised. I probably did just as much coaching as I did playing. Oh, I was following um, you. I, 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 that was my next yeah. question. You actually beat me to it. I was going to ask you about the uh, Eric Gordon Academy. So yeah. E3 Basketball Academy. Eric Gordon Basketball Academy. Correct. No, so E3. 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 Oh, basketball E3, academy. yeah. E3 basketball academy. Okay, mm -hmm. got you, got you. So, with the E3 basketball academy, what was your favorite part in coaching the up and coming rising stars at the camp? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's funny because you know I was in a lot of those kids' situations and shoes. I mean, obviously, I was a kid who at one point you know was looking to get a scholarship. Uh, you know, no matter what grade um, these kids are in, I've been in their position. You know, at one point or another. So for me, I was kind of just mentally trying to get them ready for what's next because obviously I couldn't spend as much time with them as I could over the course of years but you know I just kind of tried to you know give them you know some viewpoints on where they should be at um in their career and how their mindset should be because I mean like I said basketball is a uh, it comes by very quick I mean like I said I did six years of college and I'm now in the NBA summer league um and I feel like everything just went just like that I felt like I was just you know a senior in high school so um their career probably their college career will not be as long as mine because the NCA won't let it be as long as mine. So, um, you know, right. I know that theirs is going to go quick because mine's going to fly quick. And, you know, I did six full years. So, um, you know, I just kind of just try to tell them, make sure that you get the most out of school, high school, college. And, you know, if you, you know, do decide to become a pro and you do, you know, earn that, you know, these are things that, you know, my brothers taught me to become a pro. And, you know, I kind of just try to, you know, just instill that in them. Okay. Huh. So by chance, since we did kind of tap into it a little bit in the first few minutes, uh, in regards to not playing the first game and you kind of broke down how that works mm -hmm. with hierarchy and everything, did they give you any indicator as far as maybe within the next couple of games we'll get you get some rotation in there as far as minutes played or did, did the coach kind of share that with you at all? Uh, I mean, for sure. I mean, they definitely said I'm going to play, um, you know, later on throughout. Um, they obviously didn't give me a time destination. Right. They, specific, they just want sure. everybody to be put to, to get ready to play. But, yeah, I do. Um, they did tell me I will be playing um, more, you know, later on throughout um, the summer league. Awesome. Now, we did tap into your little bit of off-court ventures as far as what you might be tapping into off the court. But can you uh, mm -hmm. did you, there's any other thing you wanted to break down? We are kind of running. A little long time. Is there anything else you wanted mm -hmm. to let the world know what you're up to now? Because we, I was looking at our old interview from a couple of years ago and, you know, before the pandemic and then during the mm -hmm. pandemic. And, of course, we've grown and evolved a little bit since then. So is there anything else that you want to let the world know that, you know, what's going on in Eric Gordon's world? Yeah, I mean, for, for me, um, I'm definitely tapping back into podcasting. Um, obviously, I've loved podcasting. And, you know, people who follow me on Instagram know how much I enjoy, you know, getting into other people's minds, kind of like, you know, we are now and just – you know, kind of just, you know, exploring that with the world and, you know, kind of giving everyone else a platform. That's one thing with me. I mean, I could try to go for, you know, all the celebrities that I may know or all the NBA players I may know, but I kind of, I kind of just roll with, with, you know, people that I know and people that I feel like have a story, even if they don't have a big Instagram following or name, I don't necessarily do it necessarily for it to get big. I kind of really do it so I can really help inform 
um, people. Um, and it's not just a basketball podcast. It's a little bit of everything. So um, gaming, love, everything, yeah, gaming, I've, I've, everything, I've a little bit of everything, which is yeah, great. So um, for me, you know, I just wanted to do that. And then uh, for me right now, I'm, I'm definitely live streaming. So for me, um, you know, that kind of gives me a little bit of peace as I'm going through these journeys. Um, you know, I definitely want to be, you know, safe out there because I mean, like I said, you know, the number one thing for me is just to make sure that I'm focused on, you know, the goal and that's, and that's basketball. So I've been getting into gaming a lot more. Um, gaming is definitely something that I think a lot of NBA players, um, a lot of professional players really just, I think athletes in general are really getting into because it brings them um, into a different world that, you know, they, they really enjoy and understand. All right. All right. Eric Gordon, Aaron Gordon, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Um, I, I feel like I, I feel like I just had a brain freeze for a second. But um, with that being said, I want to thank you once again for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be able to come back. You're welcome to come back whenever you like. Keep us updated. For sure, yeah, I'll come back whenever you guys need me to. You you there for a summer? We want to we want to be in Houston with you. Whether it's first, <laughs> person GTA Sports wants to be in Houston just as much as Aaron Gordon's in Houston. Got so, you, got you. Um. I want, I want to thank you once again. And if one last thing before we go, is there like a any jewel or piece of advice that you would give either a kid that's in high school that's trying to get recruited or trying to be a three to five star recruiter or somebody that's in college is like something that got you through those years, especially with the pandemic, because that was a lot to overcome. Yeah. No sports for like six months to a year, getting an extra year to play. What is the big piece of advice that you would give an up and coming athlete? Yeah, I see we got seven minutes left on time left. So I'm going to make this a little quick. Um, so, you know, I would say for, for high school kid, I would say, you know, treat it like a business because I think a lot of kids look at these situations and, you know, they'll say, you know, I want to be a, a college athlete, but you got to understand that whenever you want to be a college athlete, you have to go through so many obstacles because it's not just about you being good. You have to, you know, go through, I mean, unless you're a five-star athlete, you know, you're going to have to go through thousands upon thousands of kids. You have to be able to treat your um, your life as a business. I mean, whenever, whatever you put in your body, I mean, you can't be doing stuff that's not good for you. You have to be, you know, drinking, you know, the proper things you have to be eating the proper things because at the end of the day, that's going to give you the advantage. You have to treat it like it's uh, a business when you're younger. And once you do that, by the time you get older, it's second nature. Then for college kids, I just say, um, you know, going into to the professional realm is, you know, it's obviously, it's really hard, but I would just say, um, make your mind up that you really want to do it because you can't, this isn't something that you go back and forth with, you know, whether you, you know, are going to get a good deal, whether you're going, you know, you're going to make it to the NBA, whether you are going to have pro opportunities. I would just say, you know, say you're going to play professionally and go out there and do it, do it to your best of your ability. Cause if you were back and forth, it's never going to work out. It, it just, I've seen a lot of people um, and it doesn't, people aren't happy um, when right. you're, in and out of it. So um, whenever you have that opportunity to play professionally, go ahead and do it. And when you feel like it, your time is done, your time is done. But, you know, don't go into it half and half, because if you're in it into a half and half, you might as well just be out. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Gordon, I just want to thank you once again for being able to reach back to us and say, hey, you know, if you guys want me by, welcome. You're welcome whenever you want to come back. For All sure. Right. For sure. Thank and, you. Uh, thank you. Let them know where they can find you at real quick before we wrap this up. So I'll just make it simple because I got all my bios on the Aaron Gordon. So uh, just follow me on Instagram at Aaron Gordon, we'll E-R-O-N-G-O-R-D-O-N on Instagram. And then on Twitter, 
follow me um, on Twitter, Aaron Gordon one. So E-R-O-N-G-O-R-D-O-N one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been another special episode with Aaron Gordon of GTA Heat Check one-on-one. Make sure you follow GTA Heat Check on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, GTA Sports Network as well. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, GTA Sports. And don't forget GTASports.com for all things in the world of sports. And until next time, it's Top Slide with Aaron Gordon. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to Heat Check with Top Slider and Antonio Turner. Follow GTA Sports Network on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, GTA Sports Network. You can follow GTA Heat Check on Twitter and Instagram. And check out GTASportsNet.com for all things basketball.